our sweet, sweet content. (laughs) (laughs) And there is the open. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu, alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how are you, buddy? Doing pretty good, man. You know, um, just finishing the work day. Uh, solo show with you. That's always my favorite. Um, so we always have a good time doing the solos. We, buckle up, people. It's, our, uh, it's actually our first solo show in probably like a month. Yeah, definitely since you've been married. Well, absolutely since I've been married. I think I've only been on two shows, or we've only done two since then. Um, but I'm excited about it. I am yep. coming to you live from a Homewood Suites in Albany, New York. Ooh. <laughs> you know? so Nice. Yeah. What I don't like about it is, so like you have, if you've ever stayed at a Homewood Suites, it's like I have not. <laughs> kind of like an apartment. You have like a... Uh, living room and then a room. So and there's okay. like a little kitchen here and everything. But um, I like definitely stayed of, at a place like that. Um, yeah, in like in I think most I'm, hotels though. I have like a desk and that's where I set up my podcast stuff. But there's just like this little like kitchen table in here. So I'm like huddled in this little tiny walk-in kitchen doing the podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's funny. funny. You got maybe you got to tweet out a picture or something. Yeah, I funny. actually should. And um. The other thing, too, I was going to say, I don't know if you noticed this, but every time I do the intro, I try to change my cadence just a little bit <laughs> when I'm introducing the show and you. <laughs> I don't know if you notice it. I, I notice slight. I, I say the same thing every time, just in a slightly different cadence. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that is, uh, that's like a little podcasting trick. You got to have like a catchphrase to start off the show. That's it. Like- I, well, I've come to, after a year now, start the show the same way every time, which. Yeah, uh, I, I've actually tried to mirror that with my, you know, with my response to your intro. Uh, so I try to say the same thing every time now, at least gets me off on the right foot. How, how you doing, buddy? Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Very well, thank you. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So let's get into it here. We uh, solo show. So we're just going to fuck around like normal. Um, We're going to do a couple segments. We'll hit some uh, news. Then we're going to, I guess, talk about a little announcement, maybe. Yeah, I could or say. Is it an announcement it. of an announcement? Or well, you know what? It might be an announcement, of an announcement, but it's <laughs> definitely something. Uh, I would say pretty, uh, pretty cool. Uh, announcement or, adjacent, at very least. At the very least, it's definitely yeah. worth worth listening to the end. I think. Um, maybe. <laughs> if we anything, may, we, we do may is. or may not name drop <laughs> some people. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Are we allowed to? That's, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end. We're gonna we're, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk our way through it. All right. Um, but uh, no, it's uh, yeah. There's nothing really happening today as far as like Bitcoin price action. We've been kind of like uh, it's you know right around that eighty two, eighty three hundred dollars. Um, nothing. I didn't really get to ask you like what's your whole take on this. Are you in panic mode? Are you like no. oh yeah, it's alt season? Are you uh, you know what's your what's your feelings? 
Talk about, tell me about your feelings. Okay. I'm going to open up. I'm going to unzip myself right now. Um, <laughs> I, I, I feel oh, pretty froggy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel pretty good. I mean, I'm definitely not affected by the price action specifically on Bitcoin. Uh, I'm more fearful <laughs> on the alt side. Well, you're um, highly alt exposed, I would imagine. It's less than you know, less than previously advertised. What's your, what's your percentage? Maybe fifty. It's still oh, a lot. Okay, so yeah. you know, still significant. But at one point, I mean, it was 90. definitely when we showed started yeah. the show. You were it was ninety. Ninety for sure. Um, so now it's closer to fifty. You remember um, the rect tests? <laughs> Those oh, were I the good remember. old days. Those yeah. were the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> we should bring that back at some point with new questions after the bear market. Like, right, exactly. It could be like a BuzzFeed test on like how wrecked are you, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I think, yeah, Bitcoin, I think it's just doing what it's doing. Um, I mean, we. I don't think we're going to take a direct uh, a direct flight directly to, uh, to 100K. Um, you know, I think we tested what, like 11k, 12. Well, we went all the way up to like 14 at one point. Then Did we, we really? kind of, yeah, then we came down to like nine ish and then we went back up to 11.5 or something and then came back down. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't I'm really get like in the last three or four months. Right. I mean, for on the Bitcoin side, I don't think I would get really nervous. You know, until we saw maybe like sub seven, like if we're in the six, maybe not even, maybe like under six. Yeah, is the only time I would get nervous again. I think I could live six with like sixty five hundred. Scary though. A sixty five, I'd be buying. Uh, I'm I'm not necessarily buying right now. Um, I just don't know if there'll be a little bit more downside. Um, but who knows? I mean, you, you look on Twitter uh, and people are shilling both sides of the trade so mm-hmm. much. Um, that it's going to go down to whatever they think it's going to go down to, or it's, you know, we're about to test 17K. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's very loaded, difficult uh, to say. I haven't loaded a trading view chart in a while uh, because I've been gone, obviously. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, this is how bad it's been since the last time I loaded it, that the screen had me defaulted at a price that wasn't even in range of view anymore. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's... <laughs> That's I was unfortunate. At, it like loaded me around like 10, seven. I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Scroll down a little bit. Yeah. No, so. I've, I've been trading. Uh, I've been trading ETC USD or not ETC. E- e- ETC? Yeah. No, sorry. ETH I was USD. like, what? <laughs> this guy's a D-gen on another yeah. level. All right. Wait, I know. Before, on, you yeah, go just... there, before you go there, uh, on August 6th. I believe is what yeah. I'm looking at. Uh, $12,304. Um, Jeez. But then on, let's see, this wasn't even that far behind. We were, I don't know if you, what are you not, you don't even remember this? Mm-mm. July 27th, 13850 Nice. Yeah. So that's good. You know, that was not too long ago. Not too long ago. And it happened fast, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And yeah, I don't know. It, nothing happening today. So we'll just, uh, you know, fuck around a little bit. Wait, tell me about your ETH trading now. I, actually, my ETH trading has been actually pretty good. Um, it, it, you can get a little bit more. There's a little bit more uh, volatility there. Mm. And 
I've been just trading the uh, trading support and resistance, and it's been pretty good. I'd say I'm about I'd say 65, 70% success rate over the last wow, look month at or so. You. Look yeah, at I got to get back on the horse in it after the wedding. I haven't done anything yet, so um, but we will get there. But let's get to some segments here. We are going to start with the real life wrecked of the week, and I believe it comes from you today. Get wrecked. It does come from me today. I've been holding on to this one for a while. Oh my! Um, yeah, I know. I've been a- I've been aching to tell feelings. you this. So. Um, I want to say this is probably three or four weeks ago. Um, I was in a just kind of like a like my my real job. We had a kind of a manager's meeting, um, and normally when we do these things, we're gone for a couple of days, and we normally have like one like group outing. There's there's mm, seven or like eight of the us team building. Yeah, exactly. It's usually at night. We go have some drinks, go have some dinner, and we usually do something fun. Could be as easy as just going to see a movie or, you know. But this time we went into a, an indoor go-kart track. Ooh. Okay. Oh, is this like one of those like really intense ones where they Listen. like... Listen, all right. I'm gonna... I've been to one of these. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, I grew up go-karting very frequently. We had kind of like a, like a putt-putt go-kart track like around the corner from my house. And I don't know. When was the last time you were on a go? Like you remember go go karts when you were a kid? You know they would. Oh yeah, I mean I did what you're describing about a year ago uh, at one of my buddy's bachelor parties. All right. So for the people that are you know aren't familiar or that haven't been on a go kart in a long time, go karts at one point were just glorified lawnmowers. Uh, <laughs> would you agree? Yeah. You know you'd go you'd have a little bit of fun. It wasn't too crazy. So this was an indoor one. These are all electric and. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure somebody said that these particular ones were built by Ferrari. Oh, my. And the place itself was boasting that they were the fastest indoor track in Canada. Wow. Okay. So I said, all right, I'm, I was pretty excited. There was, like I said, there was probably seven or eight of us there. We uh, we have a couple of, you can drink there too. So we have a couple of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we each kind of hop in our car and everything is literally uh, automated uh, by one person and he can control the speed of every, like kind of reduce speed for everybody and excel and, and basically give people oh, full really? range of their speed. Oh, it's very cool. So the way you start off is everybody gets in their car and you, you have a little screen on your go-kart that tells you you're in like, you know, war- not warning mode, but like basically startup mode where you can basically go maybe, I don't know. These 10... sound pretty high tech. So they're really, yeah, it's pretty like high. Computerized it's... and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, the they're, ones they're that very... I went were not. They were like uh, lawnmowers with the restrictor plates off. They what, were uh, like... was Yours wasn't electric, I'm guessing then? No, it wasn't. So that's why like the guy couldn't control our speed. We, we, we were the only ones that could that sounds pretty we fun too <laughs> it was it was very fun so so we kind of get going and i'm i think i'm the second car and you know you're doing maybe i don't know five ten miles an hour you're starting the track and everybody the whole group of us get finally get on the track and all of a sudden you know the person controlling everything basically gives us green light and we can go as Let's fast as rip. we want and this thing takes off on me within a matter of five <laughs> seconds i'm having instant panic attack uh, like this is <laughs> you, you're not controlling it i am well, i'm steering it but it's it's so fast like i am so i, I can't breathe anymore like you got your helmet on you got a, like a balaclava on 
and I'm trying to open up my visor. And as I drive by, like people are working there, like put down your visor. Put I'm like, I can't fucking breathe. So we do <laughs> 10 laps. We do 10 laps and I'm like, I'm letting people go by me. I'm like, I am dying <laughs> right got now. got your hazards on. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm still going way too fast. Uh, like there's no slow speed. You basically hit the gas and it just goes a million miles. And I don't know how fast it was going, but it was ridiculously fast. So much so like your body is like as you're taking these sharp turns, it feels like you're on a roller coaster. So yeah. we do these 10, we do these 10 laps. We stop. I immediately rip off my mask. I'm like hyperventilating. And like, I can see a couple of other guys are kind of looking at me like, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling I'll, like I'm having what he's having sort of thing. <laughs> and, and they're like, well, do you want to have dinner now? Or you can do another 10 laps and then have dinner after that. And everybody's like, oh, let's do another 10 laps. So sure enough, we go back in. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, all right, this is, this is going to be bad. And sure enough, go again. Same thing happens. Now it's just motion sickness. I'm like, I'm going oh, no. to throw up everywhere. And sure enough, we do our 10 laps. I rip off my helmet. I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. I freaking toss no, my cookie. Yeah, really? I'm like, I couldn't handle it. So out of the eight of us that were there, four of us stopped doing it. Like, really? like none of us. Yeah. Like, like I'm not sure. There may have been another guy that threw up as well. Um, but it was, it was insane. Uh, I'm like, this was not fun. Like, I'm not a big roller coaster guy either. It was way too fast um but i mean if you're into that kind of thing the level of go-kart uh you know speed and you know efficiency is through the roof these days so if you haven't been in a while and you're into speed uh i highly recommend uh going to these things but yeah if you if you don't like roller coasters I if you don't like you yeah I, I yeah i puked yeah it was very aggressive i was not feeling well and uh yeah i was utterly wrecked so uh, when i did it it was at a bachelor party and a uh, similar situation, except they like put you in the full on like NASCAR type gear. Right. So, so did you have like a suit as well? Yeah. A suit so I, I had the heart, har- I had the harness and the helmet. We had but like no, the suit, no suit, the helmet and everything. Right. And so, and it was an awesome time. Like we, we had a great time, but I was hung over. We did it in the morning. Right. And so, I was just like, I didn't throw up or anything, but I was sweating through this suit. It was like, I was so hot. Just like you oh, said, yeah. it was like insane. I felt like I was like actually a NASCAR driver. In reality, I'm going like 20 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. I hear yeah. you. Like it does feel like, yeah. I mean, again, I don't know how fast I was going, um, but way too fast in my opinion. Um, did you throw any yellow banana peels or no. green sh- turtle shells? <laughs> I wish. I only throw red <laughs> shells, by the way. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's red or GTFO, right? Exactly. Or the blue ones, the spiked blue ones. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. well, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's the newer style. Is that the second <laughs> one? I don't remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know that. So it was, it was way too much. So, uh, I sent a picture to my wife showing her how messed up my face was after. Like she's just like, you're you're like green. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah, it was oh, it was really man. bad. But yeah, there, it, I wasn't the only one, so I felt a little bit better. That's good. I, I think I th- you know I work with older guys, and I think there are a lot. A lot of these guys are old school. Like I'm, I have no problem admitting when I'm like, n- like 
I don't I don't feel right, the need so to that man guy's up. Like taking it to the grave that and he's really like puking in his helmet. Yeah, well, I think up. they were I think they were looking for anyone to just give their true feeling. Mm. And I have no problem doing that. And like three other guys just kind of followed suit on me. So um, yeah, I think they were they were looking for somebody to, to help them out. And as soon as I pulled the shoot, yeah, three other people were like, nah, I think we're going to sit this one back, too. That's funny. Oh, man. I have no real life wrecked stories today, uh, but I just hope that you had a great steering wheel that doesn't fly off while you were driving. <laughs> I did. It did not fly off. Uh, whoever whoever designed that car was doing it the best. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you like that but one? I, snuck, I, I did. I, I, like I watched that one last night. Actually, it's funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am doing the best at this. <laughs> <laughs> you sure are. All right. So we are going from real life wrecked right in to the news. All right, Chamber, you've got a news story for us. And then I've got kind of two shorter ones here. One, because the story is behind a paywall and that's annoying but at least it's a headline, but go ahead. <laughs> so this is actually from coindesk.com. Um, Binance and Polychain are funding a crypto-friendly bank in, uh, you know, they should just change the name of this country to Cryptoland. Um, <laughs> they're making this bank in Malta. Um, so to some, uh, this, this article goes on to say, this is from Lee Kuhn. Um, C-U-E-N. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that properly, but Lee is definitely the first name. Um, she goes on to say, to some Malta native, Paula Pandolfino. Pandol- Pandolfino? Yeah, that sounds right. Like may James seem like a Gandolfini. Yeah, <laughs> James Gandolfini, <laughs> rest in peace, uh, may seem like a walking contradiction, Bitcoiner and banker. Uh, after personally investing in Bitcoin in 2016, she now uh, is a co-founder on the upcoming Founders Bank in Malta, scheduled to open in 2020. Um, the quote here is, crypto will take over the world and we need full banking services, she told Coindesk. Uh, we want to be that pillar of banking in the ecosystem to support how it gets done. If anything, we're learning how to, uh, how to wean off traditional banking and getting crypto to be that platform. Uh, Pandolfino said the bank raised $10 million so far and is looking to raise another $30 million in the near future. The bank's leading investors include crypto exchange Binance, also based in Malta, the hedge fund Polychain Capital, uh, and the Czech firm Cardus Asset Management. Um, so I don't know. What do you think? I think banking and... I. In my opinion, at least, I don't think you'll need crypto banks necessarily. It wouldn't shock me if current banks just started having crypto options. What do you What do you think there? You're saying you think regular banks would have crypto options? Yes. Interesting. Um, I think you're going to probably see more of what's happening in this. You think story. there's going to be more crypto banks? Yeah. I mean... I just don't see the banking system accepting crypto for anything anytime soon, <laughs> you know? And I, actually, yeah, it, I hear what you're saying. Well, it's interesting because it kind of leads into my next story here. So I will, uh, we'll get your opinion after this story. So this comes from the Daily Mail, 
uh, from the UK. Dailymail.com, and it is originally uh, a Wall Street Journal story. So we're seeing some mainstream media, like main mainstream media. Wall Street Journal is pretty. That's pretty. Uh, uh, yeah, that's pretty mainstream. That's pretty mainstream. So this uh, originally was reported by the Wall Street Journal, but the Wall Street Journal has a paywall, and I can't see the whole story. So I went and found it elsewhere. <laughs> um, but Visa and MasterCard could withdraw their support from Facebook's Libra cryptocurrency in a major blow to Mark Zuckerberg's project, the Daily Mail says. So uh, basically, long and short of it is that Facebook's, you know, kind of poor privacy record uh, hasn't sat well with the U.S. and European regulators. We saw them kind of in uh, you know, having to testify and all of that stuff mm-hmm. um, before Congress on, you know, what its plans were and how it was going to work and all of that good stuff. Uh, we saw that in the U.S., but there was a ton of stories that came out right after that that said a lot of European countries were going to ban the uh, use of Libra or ban it entirely. Um, so it kind of got out of the gate with a poor taste in its mouth, I think. Um, but, you know, Part of Libra is supposed to be this uh, consortium, right? Uh, right. The consortium. I don't. I forget exactly what it's called. It's probably like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but uh, so it's supposed to have this League of Extraordinary Gentlemen with uh, all these other companies to form like the trust and governance piece, right? And you know, we saw some big names in there like uh, Coinbase and uh, things like that. Um, but included in that originally were Visa and MasterCard, which uh, was kind of interesting because kind of going back to what you just said with the banks, um, you know, could we see this kind of mainstream adoption from, you know, banks and the biggest payment processors in the world, you know? Um, but now that's not sitting so well with Visa and MasterCard. So uh, this report says that Visa and MasterCard or, are keen to keep regulators on their side for you know obvious reasons. So they may be pulling out of the consortium here, uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So um, <laughs> if that happens, you know I think that's a pretty big sign of everything for uh, Libra, right? So. The other thing here says that uh, Libra's co-creator, David Marcus, uh, was, I guess, contacted for a quote here. Or actually, he sorry, he tweeted a response to this article. And um, he tweeted, For Libra to succeed, it needs committed members. And while I have no knowledge of specific organizations' plans to not step up, commitment to the mission is more important than anything else. He added, The tone of some of this reporting suggests angst. I can tell you that we're very calmly and confidently working through the legitimate concerns that Libra has raised by bringing conversations about the value of digital currencies to the forefront. Um, so it's interesting. So he says he has no idea. He hasn't heard of Visa MasterCard trying to back out, um, but it could still be happening anyway. But the whole reason is because of this regulatory backlash that we're seeing. And, 
I mean, I could see why MasterCard and Visa would say, hey, no, we need to kind of keep on the regulators' good sides, right? Right. Because <laughs> um, they have issues of their own with data breaches and all that stuff, and they're the you know most legit payment processors, obviously, so uh, by volume and everything like that. So I don't know. What do you what do you think about that compared to what you were just saying about banks? I, I mean, first thing, I have to imagine that Diners Club card is just waiting in the wings saying like, <laughs> We're in. Finally. We're in, Zuck. <laughs> Just let us in. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the Undertaker up from the dead, uh, Jeff. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> We're back, bitches. And now we got Bitcoin. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I see where they would be coming from. Um, you know, it, these are these are huge, huge companies. Um, and, you know, Libra's got a had has had some negative you know has had some negative storylines around them um so is facebook I, I could yeah but at the same time you know maybe not diners club but i could see them being easily replaced with another company that may want to come in you know whether that's uh another credit card company like you know american express or you know who knows um but i know, I, I, I think i, like I think it's, it's replaceable I don't know. I mean, Visa MasterCard is huge. Like it would have to be like Coca-Cola or something. But. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but this says here that, you know, it's the latest shakeup after France warned that it'll block the development. Um, right. And then it said, uh, speaking at an OECD conference on cryptocurrencies, the economy and finance minister Bruno Le Maire uh, I guess this is the French French guy who's oh, yeah. going to ban it. Says it poses some uh, systemic financial risks and potential abuse of market dominance. Uh, the quote here says, "All these concerns about Libra are serious. I want to be absolutely clear: in these conditions, we cannot authorize the development of Libra on European soil." So that's a pretty strong statement. <laughs> so uh, I think uh, this is just a separate thought here. Um, can we do accents when we do quotes next time? Because I would like to hear a French accent uh, in your quote. I. Now that being said, we did have a conversation prior to the show about me editing stuff out that may have, <laughs> <laughs> may have been out of touch. No, uh, <laughs> I, I uh, well, that is very true. <laughs> and the best part is nobody will ever know. Like <laughs> nobody will ever know what it was. But there is somewhere out there. There's the chamber basement tapes. There's some, where... There are some dark basement tapes. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's funny, but yeah, but like, maybe we could keep it safe. Maybe we could no, say no, French I'm, accent. I'm for it. I'm for it. But like, I particularly, I could do a lot of accents. French. I is bet one, you could. French is one that I probably struggle with. Like, oh really? Can you, can that is in my. One? Are you kidding me? I'm half French. Yeah, that's what I mean. So yeah, like, not that a problem. One would be on you. Yeah, um, yeah, we can do that. I think going forward, I think that's what we'll do. I don't know if I because there was a Portuguese lady uh, that I was quoting today. I don't know if I could necessarily do a Portuguese accent. Um, but like, I'm thinking like, oh, I did a good, I did a good, uh, Spanish intro. I mean, obviously you did a, it (laughs) threw me off how, how well it was done. I tried to sound like a, like a European, Spanish soccer. soccer, uh, You hit it on the head. That's exactly what it sounded like. podcast. Sometimes I'm crazy and I'll watch Laker games uh, in Espanol. In Deporte? In de, yeah. Uh, ESPN Deporte? ESPN yeah. Deportes. Uh, yeah. So uh, occasionally I will do that. Um, but no, that was extremely, extremely well done. But I'm thinking like an Australian accent would be fun. We do a lot of, 
There's a lot of Australian I think I people. I did a Craig Wright impression once. Yeah, I think so you did too. We can, um, you know, I, I, s- we can roll with these. I'm, I'm fine with that. All right. Maybe that's what we'll think about in the future. I think yeah. for any any quotes, we should do it in the accent. I think it would be fun. <laughs> that, would also, <laughs> that would also take me reading ahead in the article to know well, that there was a quote from a on French the cuff. guy in there. Uh, just... <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah. But, all right. I have one last one here that you probably have seen everybody talking about on Twitter uh in the last couple days you know this one actually comes directly from the sec.gov website so the sec orders blockchain company to pay 24 million penalty for the unregistered ico uh do you know what i'm talking about uh no i don't think i do Oh, come on. This is this the one over. that... Yeah, I know. You know me. I just look for the you worst just, of the worst. I don't, I'm don't. i not looking for news on Twitter. Thank you very much. Yeah, but like literally my whole feed was talking about this. Was this it, the EOS this is, thing? And yes, the, this is block one and blo- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see this. I did yes, see this. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, you know, basically the opinion out there was that they uh, kind of got off easy. EOS it, did. Yeah, with twenty four block one, yeah. Uh, oh right, didn't they? Didn't they only like get million dollars? They raised like four hundred or four billion or something, right? I believe uh, <laughs> that is yeah. pretty. That is pretty and light. So they got a twenty four million dollars. Wasn't there another fine. project that that basically just settled with uh, with the SEC as I, well? I think I literally just saw one that said. Uh, by the way, we were talking about this the other day. See a coin. That's what it was. Uh, that was Sia Coin. That's exactly yeah, who it was. And they were, that was like two hundred and twenty-five grand. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I heard oh. they paid in Sia Coin. <laughs> <laughs> it was all in the cloud, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. exactly who it was. Mm-hmm. So, Block One uh, or Block Dot One has you know operations in Virginia and Hong Kong and conducted an ICO between June 2017 and uh, 2018 so this was the year long 4 billion dollar raise i believe the uh, order finds that it would use the capital raised in the ICO for general expenses and also development of software to promote the blockchains based on that software um, they offered and sold 900 million tokens um, and they did not register its ICO as a securities offering. So basically they said, yo, dudes, uh, this is a security and we got gotcha. you. But did they really? <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, I guess it depends on how uh, how much of that ETH they still have left. But right. <laughs> uh, 24 million could be a uh, substantial amount, I guess, maybe. Depending. Could be. But, could be. Yeah. Well, remember so, when uh, remember when Substratum was uh, shorting ETH at like eighty five dollars? Yeah, uh, with their was, own with the with remainder their of remaining their remaining funds. <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> dumb thing! How like how stupid could you be? Apparently and he was just like trading stupid. with, and he was just trading with like B bands. <laughs> and he was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna short so top much. of the B band." <laughs> I was, and I mean, I'll be on the record. I was a big fan of Substratum. Uh, really. Yeah, just like the idea of it, right? Decentralized internet. Like, I think it was, I heard about it, I think, just before the season of, um, uh, what was the show on HBO? Uh, where they um, were doing um, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, when they were doing the decentralized internet. So I think I had heard about them before that season. And I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, if, if HBO is doing a show about it, like, these guys are 
these guys are good to go. <laughs> and then, you know, slowly but surely, you know, as all, uh, as all ICOs and, and alts went to the garbage, um, you know, the very bottom, uh, bottom things as, uh, as our friends over at uh, LedgerCast would say, uh, that's when, that's when the, the, the real magic started to happen when you'd see these crazy stories like them shorting ETH at $85. Um, we never heard anything else besides that. I'm not sure if they're still a viable company at this point, but, you know, it's, hopefully they're, they've made some better decisions since then. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's tough. That's a tough one. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that does it for us for the news, and we are going to roll into our recommendations of the week. Riggity, riggity, Rexon! So we haven't done one of these in a while because no. we haven't had a solo show. But the recommendations is uh, me and Chamber giving you a personal recommendation of something we either like, or in my case this time, something I am recommending against. So, uh, Chamber, you want to start us off with one no, of the recommendations? No, I, I want to hear what you... I'm very excited oh, I was about. keeping the suspense for the end. Okay. Well, I was going to say, because well, maybe maybe yours would then spark something that I don't like, and then I can... Oh, we can it's give... not... So, it's not... Uh, it's not... Uh, you know, we're big on TV in, yes. uh, on this podcast, and uh, there's a show that I've been watching now for okay. years and years and years. And the newest season of it just started, and I'm so far two or three episodes into it. I believe only two, but so far extremely disappointed in it, and it has not lived up to prior seasons. And uh, is it it's the too bachelor? bad because no, no, it's too <laughs> bad because it fits with this time of the year, uh, being October and the fall and spooky season. Right? Um, can you guess the show that I'm I, thinking of? I, I don't know I, if you even ha- if you have it up there. You probably you said do. It's, yeah, I know we have. I think we have most shows uh, that you have there. Um, you said it's it's been on for a while. I think this might be its sixth or seventh season. Huh? I I honestly but, don't know. I can't. I but can't you're think. not going to. So I'll, I'll give you another hint. Each season is different than the last. Is it American Horror Story? It is. <laughs> okay. See, I, it's funny you say that because I, I've been off the Amer. I was obviously like when that first season came out, huge yeah, the first fan. Season was so sick. Yeah. So good. I think I went up all the way to the um, c- circus. Whatever the clown oh, the freak was. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one was freak good. Show. And yep. then I don't think I watched anything since then. The one. That I didn't watch any. T- the only one I didn't watch before this was like the Coven one, the one with the witches. Right. I didn't, I didn't oh, isn't this down. season like 1984 or something like yeah. that? Or like Sleepaway yeah. Camp or? Yes. And I, so far, I've, I was like, this could be really awesome. Yeah, it could, it could be. Such be. a cool idea. And so far, it is terrible. <laughs> really? It's, it's like boring. Like, well, it's, that's too bad. There's so much you can do with it. And uh, the, so far, it is not met my expectations so i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep watching it because sometimes these just start slowly um but and i've watched the show for a while so you know i I trust that it'll get better but i don't know man i thought it was gonna be awesome from like the everything i saw and then so far not so great the only thing too the the one thing that i think is cool though is they you know the setting is obviously 1984 and it's uh set 
like near and around LA. Mm-hmm. And one of the characters uh, that is now seeming to play a big role in the season is a portrayal of an actual serial killer from that time, which I thought mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Really? Yes. Do you know which Ricard- one? Ricardo Ramirez. Or okay. Richard yeah, yeah. Ramirez. Yeah, yeah Richard so, Ramirez. Yeah. 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 The I think Night he was Stalker. the hill. I think he was the. Oh, what was was he? Midnight Soccer or Hillside Stri- Strangler. I think both. I think he went by. I was looking it up online last night, and it was Night Stalker and Hillside Strangler. And it's funny. I I do have a dark side of me. I I used to be right into. I mean, I I think I still am. Uh, but like real serial serial killers. I, I feel was, like everybody is. It's a okay. It, it is. It's, it's very. Not, fascinating. I don't think it's a weird thing. That's why like uh, Discovery ID and murder porn is so. Uh, <laughs> it's like you, you know what I'm talking about. Like I do. Those, uh, those you know Discovery ID shows of people killing each other and everybody loves them but uh hashtag murder porn uh tip (laughs) of the cap to south park for that one uh the but like i think everybody has some kind of fascination with serial killers and stuff do you have a do you have a favorite uh the one that fascinates you the most serial killer yeah i I think you'd have a favorite no i feel like they're just all so they're all fascinating to me. Like, just the psychology of it is crazy. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Have you I... watched the show, what's yes, Mindhunter? Yes, I have. <laughs> I, I, have to watch, I have to watch season two, but I loved season one. For that, season like, two uh, was very good. I, I, I haven't watched I, that yet. I don't think there's a drop-off. I think it's just a continual awesomeness. Okay, I need to show. watch that. All right, so there you go. So you get. I mean, all right. So I'm going to help you out here. So okay. if, if you have a, a anti-recommendation to that season of American Horror Story. I'll give you some recommendations on some things you could watch instead of that um, that are in the same vein. I actually just um, bought a year subscription to the new new horror app called Shudder. I don't know if you're familiar with this. No, I didn't know there was such a thing called. Yeah, uh, it's basically Netflix for just horror. Um, Like just chips? Like just chips, like (laughs) just the chips. Like maybe like one, maybe like one, yeah, maybe a little hunk of meat, but (laughs) basically just chips. Uh, (laughs) But um, there used to be a a movie that they did two of them, maybe three of them in the '80s called Creep Show. And what they did is they took uh, Stephen Stephen King, George Romero, like um, like novellas or short stories that they had, and made like movies about them. So like Creep Show one may have had you know, maybe four or five little mini movies within it. Mm-hmm. And they were fantastic. They, they were they were very, very popular. That sparked like Tales from the Crypt in the 90s. Uh. Like all of that came from, from Creepshow. So anyways, Shudder, uh, along with some really, you know, good horror people, uh, rebooted uh, just last week. It, it was released the first episode of the new Creepshow. And it was amazing. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, I'm all a big right. fan. Yeah, big fan of those. Uh, what so there you go. That was a good recommendation. Yeah, in, uh, I knew. So, I knew whatever you would say would spark something me within me. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Because I I don't know if I'll make the whole. And if uh, and if you don't have season. Shutter, um, I just saw that um, season two of Castle Rock is coming out shortly. I oh, think in, that's the one we watched uh, on Hulu last year. That is, yeah, that's or, a that's a Steve. me for Hulu, but you for I don't know Hulu. where I yeah I watched it somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah it we don't have Hulu, Hulu here. It was that was really good. Yeah, that's that was a very solid uh, season. So season two is coming out, um, I think, like mid October. So that'll be another good one. I'm very excited for that one. Good, good, good. All, All right. right, 
By the way, just side note, I'm making my way through Detroiters as you recommended. <laughs> so um, good. One of your recommendations, and it is everything I I don't want it to end. I like can't believe it. Have ended. you seen uh, um, Connor O'Malley yet? That was um, literally the one I the, I watched that one last night with. That's my favorite brother, one. Yeah, where he's the brother. Oh, it's so funny. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so my favorite good. one. That's my favorite With one. With the Slipknot mask. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the dad yet? Dude, have you met the dad? Yeah, that was like two episodes before where yeah. he escaped. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but anyway, if you don't remember what we're talking about, it's uh, Detroiters. It was a show on Comedy Central. Uh, it is no longer. It's two no. seasons. It's a gem. It is a gem. If you like, um, I know, uh, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson on Netflix. This is the show he did prior to that. Um, it's kind of like if you combined, uh, I, th- I think you should leave with Portlandia. I think uh, you get Detroiters. Yes. Um, I think that's except probably in Detroit, except in Detroit. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's a solid show too. All right. That's going to do it for our recommendations. We got two more segments here. Uh, actually, well, here's the announcement of the announcement chamber. Yeah. Uh, you ready for this? I am ready for this. Um, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you take it away here. So, um, Bunchu and I have been working with a team, a league of extraordinary, a gentlemen. league and gentlewomen, <laughs> and uh, gentlewomen, yes. Um, for the last, I want to say like two to three months. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I think it's been that long already. Yeah, so we've been kind of working in the shadows, um, and basically, what we're what we've started, uh, we're right on the precipice of launching, is a crypto content network essentially uh it's called coin hq um i don't know maybe some dun, of you dun, 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 dun. the q uh, the q <laughs> welcome to coin hq the q and uh we have a stable is that the appropriate term stable of content creators yeah like um, fenton stable and horse ranch exactly all, all of them are bred a particular way um but no uh we're 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 gonna have um, and again, I don't want to make it sound like it's just our idea. Uh, we were brought in. Um, yes, that definitely wasn't our idea. No, Let's correct. That way. <laughs> um, we had uh, we had some thoughts uh, and some and some stuff we brought to the table, and you know, basically just created this team. Uh, we we were introduced to the team. Now we're you know, bunch and I are uh, I, you know, part of the the kind of the main team there. And we've brought in some. Gr- I don't want to get into exactly who we've we've brought onto the show, um, just because everything's we're just kind of finalizing everything as yeah, we speak. We'll let, we want them to announce themselves. We um, don't break any news. For exactly. Anyone. But what we can announce are maybe some of the um, people we're working with, kind of on the higher level as part of the kind of the the administration team. Um, you know, folks like Bitcoin Bella. Are, uh, we're going to be working with. Uh, she's she's schmexy. Yes, yeah, she is Smexy. Smexy, and she knows it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's as per Bella herself. Uh, she yes. just wanted to make sure we made sure we uh, introduced her the appropriate way. Um, uh, Android, SoCal, Dumb. Um, so we have some some veterans of uh, of crypto uh, alongside us. Um, and yeah, I mean, I can't wait to introduce the shows that we're going to have. And essentially, what we're doing is getting all of the different content creators uh, that we like into one spot. 
and uh, you'll be able to access live streams. You'll be able to access video content. You'll be able to access podcasts all in one easy to find location. Um, and that uh, the goal eventually is to have 24 seven content. going. Exactly. Exactly. So Just, if you know any uh, of your favorite podcasts other than us that may be interested, shoot us, uh, shoot us a line because we are still looking for yep. some uh, content creators as well. Yep, and who knows? Maybe the ones you recommend are already uh, already signed on. So investors, um, maybe you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's Boats what we're working on. Boats and hoes. <laughs> um, so that's what we're working on. Um, we're like I said, we're we're kind of getting to the website almost done. Almost done. Website uh, almost done. Twitter handle done. Done. We got an Instagram. We got Facebook pages. We got everything. All right. Uh, well, how do people find us at our new venture? Here? So I think the easiest thing to do for the time being is probably just follow follow uh, Coin HQ on Twitter, and that's at Coin HQ underscore uh, on Twitter. We'll tag it in the show um, today uh, on our on our when we tweet the show out. But yeah, I think uh, I think follow that. You'll be able to. We'll be releasing news from there uh we'll be making announcements as far as you know who's going to be on the channel um what content uh what content creators we're going to have on there um but i'll tell you it's very exciting um if if you like our show you're going to love everybody else's show so (laughs) well that's i'm pretty sure that's the case anyway (laughs) if you tolerate our show you'll probably like others you'll more than likely love everything else so Uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, well, that's it for now. We'll we'll bring you you know, you I think I think rec I would say probably what like in a month. Yeah, I think that's think? I think that's fair. Um, probably by Halloween, we'll probably have a bit more info. But I spooky. It is spooky. They did ask for something spooky. <laughs> um, but I would say this is probably the earliest news you're getting. So red wrecked podcast listeners get a little bit of an inside scoop. Um, I think more so than anybody else. I don't think I've heard it on anybody else's show yet. So, no, uh, I haven't. I yeah, so. so it's exciting. You guys, we, that's because we love you out yeah, there. Yeah, and we can't we can't control ourselves. We can't keep secrets. Um, and we need we to tell can't them. keep secrets. <laughs> it's been three months. That's pretty good for me, actually. I think that's pretty good. We we went a long time. I mean, we've been doing a lot of work on it. So yeah, uh, we're getting there though. It's it's gonna be fun. So check out Coin HQ on Twitter. You may have seen uh, a couple tweets from there already. Uh, probably by. Uh, one of us, <laughs> and if you can't guess which one, you, you, you should you're, know. You're not now. listening a lot. <laughs> yeah, you should know which one. It's definitely um, me. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, anyway, all right. Last but not least, um, it is October. It is the month of Halloween, so you know we gotta we gotta talk some Halloween stuff. Uh, in this in this month, it's a big uh, event for you, correct? Big event, big yeah. event. And so, in my house, uh, my my wife—I keep calling her my fiance—my wife uh, asked me for to borrow some money the other day because she didn't work while we were on the vacation or honeymoon, so she had some bills, and she's like, "Oh, can you know? Can you send me a couple a couple bucks to pay this bill?" I said, "Sure, honey." And then later that day, she came home from work with three bags full of Halloween shit. <laughs> and I was like, this is what you used my money for, isn't it? 
And she's like, yes. So she decorated the entire outside of our house and bought all the candy and everything. But so what we have here, though, is a chart that uh, Chamber, you're, you're going to tweet this tomorrow. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tweet, tweet it out. Tweet today. the picture. Yes. Right, tweet it out today and uh, give us some give us your thoughts tomorrow. But uh, basically what the most popular Halloween candies are in every state in the U.S. Uh, based You're going to have to help me with some of these states. Volume for capital. Yeah. I mean, well, we could just go down the list here of what appears on this list the most. And what do you think it is? I, I mean, uh, right off the bat, it looks like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups has the strongest lead. Right? Oh, is that what you're saying too? Yes. But yes, yes. I, I mean, it's absolutely Reese's. I would say yeah. it's probably close to 20 states on here have Reese's as the top one. Uh, basically, the whole Pacific Northwest, big Reese fans. Um, yeah. The, well, they're all smoking the, the cheese out there. Reese's, uh, yeah, big, big uh, Midwest presence as well. Mm-hmm. Not so much in the Northeast, which is kind no. of surprising to me. No, a lot of, so a lot of surprises. My, it is my favorite. It is my favorite Halloween candy. I mean, I think I think every most people would agree with you there. There are some questionable ones. I mean, we we have, like you said, we have Reese's peanut butter cups. M um, and M seems to be floating around a little bit. Um, and there's actually like there's like three different versions. There's the normal M and M's. There's a peanut butter M and M on here, and then Michigan coming in with a curveball with pretzel M and M's. Is that Michigan? What's the... Oh, sorry. Okay. No, sorry. That's Wisconsin. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I thought that Michigan, was Wisconsin. No, Michigan's Reese's. No, it's right. Wisconsin coming in with pretzel M&M's. No, I... Because f- they need something to eat with their beer. I felt like somebody <laughs> tweeted this picture yesterday and replaced Wisconsin uh, pretzel M&M's it was, with... It was Bully. It was Bully? bully? Shout out to Bully. Slices of cheese. I for sure... Craft singles. <laughs> I honestly, for a moment, I was like, is this real? Like... <laughs> I, don't, I think he saw it somewhere and then quote tweeted it, but Good he for him. was the one that put it out. Uh, my biggest beef on here. There's I some live, beef. There's definitely some beef on here. Yeah, I live in uh, I live in Pennsylvania, for those who don't know. Um, and I used to live in New Jersey. It's where I'm from. And now New Jersey's number one here is Snickers, which is fine. Yeah, there's that's an acceptable answer. That. Right, there's nothing wrong with that. However, it is the host of uh, the home of the Mars headquarters. Oh. It is home of Mars headquarters. And in Pennsylvania and Ohio, according to this chart, Mars bars are the uh, top choice in both Pennsylvania and Ohio. And Pennsylvania, where I live, and I know because I live there, is the home of Hershey. Right. And so... This shit doesn't fly in Pennsylvania. Now, Everything is Hershey in Pennsylvania. It looks like, uh, quote me if I'm wrong, or correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think Rhode Island is Hershey. Is that what that uh, looks like? There's like that little tiny speck on the map uh, here. Is that, no, is that Rhode Island? or? Yeah, but that kind of looks like some kind of M&M that I'm not uh, getting. But it, but Hershey, Hershey's M&M, isn't it? Or no, uh well, and that's the other thing. Again, living in Canada, I just assume we eat most of the same stuff. Do you guys not have Smarties in the U.S.? We have Smarties, uh, but Smarties would be closest to, I think this is Wyoming, with sweet tarts. No, 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 no. Smarties, like M&M's Smarties. Oh, no. We, we no. call, like, sweet tarts Smarties. I think we call them Rockets. 
Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, I think I learned. I think I learned this the other day. So yeah, Smarties in the U.S. are are called Rockets in Canada, hmm. and Smarties in Canada are a better version of M and M's. Interesting. Like they're the same thing, you know, chocolate, uh, chocolate with candy coating. Yeah, on no, the outside. our Smarties do not have chocolate. They're yeah, like no, a they, sweet tart. Yeah, so Smarties are a better, in my opinion, a better version of M and M's chocolate. So not M and M's peanut. There's an awful lot of milk duds on here, which honestly, are really big fan, interesting. Big fan. I'm a huge I, fan. I of like milk duds. milk duds too, but I didn't expect that. I guess Halloween is probably milk duds' biggest season for sure. So um, again, you're gonna help. You're gonna have to help Swedish me. Swedish fish. Okay, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know if it was top shelf Swedish. One of the da- one of the Dakotas rolling in with a uh, South Dakota rolling in with gummy worms. I mean. <laughs> Just straight gummy worms. Yeah. Um, who, who is that? Is that Alabama with Airheads? No, or that's no? Louisiana. Louisiana. Louisiana with Airheads. Uh, there's a couple of hot tamales on here, and then one Red Hots. Uh, yeah. Tennessee rolling in a little different from the pack with Red Hots, and North Dakota, uh, Nebraska, and Oklahoma rolling in with uh, uh, hot tamales. Hot tamales, you know, not a bad candy, I guess. All right, so rank your top five Halloween candy. See, uh, it's funny because I think a lot of these uh, won't be available in the U.S., but it's it's definitely Reese peanut butter cups uh, yep, at the very that's top. That's my number one. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with um, like crispy crunch. Is that like a crackle bar? More no like a crunch I, bar like a no crunch bar? crispy crunch is like um a better version of like a um no i don't think you have score bars either do you have score bars no no shit crispy crunch is like if you took what's the top what what's your chocolate bar oh, with toffee heath bar heath, heath bar so it's like a better version of a heath bar like it's almost like if you take why uh, is everything better it, 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 it's because it has a different texture to it. So it's imagine the texture if you were to take a Heath bar and combine it with a Kit Kat, that's a crunch bar. Ooh, it's I very like good. That. So there's very, some cookie in it. it that's cookie what it feels involved. like. I'm not sure if yes. there's actual cookie in it, but that's, it has that texture to it. And then a coffee crisp is definitely my third. Again, I don't think you have. I'm going to send you. I'm, I'm making a note here. Uh, I've heard of Coffee Crisp from you last year. Yeah, Coffee Crisp is the bomb. I'm going to send you a couple of bags of Canadian Halloween candy. Oh, um, yes. Because I think you, I, you have to see what I'm I'm dealing. Because I definitely have. I'm gonna eat them live on stream. <laughs> Four Halloween. Yeah. We def- there you go. We've got a live show. Because the <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely stuff in my top five that you don't have in 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 the U.S. There's at least two or three options. I think most of my top five, if not all, will be chocolate based though. Because I was having this conversation with. Uh, some of my buddies today and they were they were throwing out like starburst and no get out know, of thing, get and jolly of ranchers and shit and oh I'm uh like, peanut m&ms is up there yeah, too peanut m M&M, but like that's chocolate based yep. still so like i think all of my top five would be chocolate based uh i agree i think my number two so number one would be reese's cups uh yep. two would be uh twix twix is a very good bar big I agree. twix guy yeah, yeah. I, i'm a fan there uh, you know what? Milk. As I look at this, at the milk, milk duds, duds is up there. High up there. Yeah. I don't. Maybe squeaking in at number five for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Delicious. All right. Well, give us your takes. What are your? We'll tweet it out. What your favorite Halloween candies are? We'll tweet out uh, and have you rank them 
like we just did. So give us your top five uh, Halloween candies tomorrow, and uh, maybe we'll give something away to one we like the best. Maybe we'll give away a pack of Canadian Halloween candy. I was just—I was totally <laughs> going to say that, but I didn't want to put you out and commit Not you. Not at all. I'm committed. <laughs> I didn't want to commit you without. <laughs> fully committed to this all right that's what we're doing the one that the rankings that we like the best we are giving chamber please be from canada <laughs> chamber will send you i hope it's from like china yeah i hope i hope so too let's where are we uh big <laughs> yeah um you know what i just checked the rankings what today we're, we're we're pulling up some stock in uh in the UK, but there was one we were in the top. Oh, that's got to be all cred-based. I think so. That was a recent one. Uh, the UK we were pulling up. There was another one. I can't think of it now, but there was another another country that we've been doing well in. Maybe Senegal. What was the one where we were number one? Uh, Slo- Slovenia? Oh, uh, yeah. I hope the, I hope a bunch of the Slovenians uh, yeah. get at you and you have to send <laughs> Canadian Halloween candy there. That sounds about right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll definitely do that. How about that? Yeah. All right. Sweet. That sounds good. Um, there was something else that I wanted to mention right before we went, but I totally forgot. Oh, well, I guess that's going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh no, no, no. I remember now. Uh, so next Wednesday, next Wednesday, the ninth, correct? Is that next Wednesday? That sounds right. Uh, we will be doing a live stream version of the podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if we'll have a guest or not yet. Maybe we will. I, I want to say we from the maybe someone from the Coin HQ. Maybe maybe somebody familiar with us. Maybe uh, right. Maybe, maybe exactly. like a dumb or yes. someone of that ilk. Um, Some, right. Like I said, maybe somebody from the new Coin HQ venture. But it could just be us though too. It could yeah. just be us, and we will be doing a live version of the show um on twitch so we will make sure we send that out it'll probably be around 7 p.m eastern time not sure what that is in slovenia time but be there (laughs) or slovenia (laughs) car drive you (laughs) put it in h (laughs) (laughs) that's and that's the part that chamber will have to edit edit All right, oh, that's going to do it for us, I think, unless you got something. Yeah, I was going to say the reason we're doing a uh, a live feed or a live stream, I should say, is specifically for CoinHQ because going forward, ideally we're going to have, um, if not both, at least one of our shows per week will be a live stream, which will then release the audio into our podcast stream. Perfect. That sounds, I'm telling you, the CoinHQ is going to be cool. It will. It will be cool. It will, it will be cool. So that's going to do it for us. Until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice. Hit stop.